This is a Federal News Network podcast. The House Armed Services Committee is organizing itself a little differently this year. It's created a new panel focused on cybersecurity and innovation. Committee leaders say the new designation causes the need for staff and resources in those areas. Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni spoke about these priorities with the chairman of the new Cyber, Innovative Technologies, and Information Systems Subcommittee, Rhode Island Representative Jim Langevin. The era of technology has been growing at a rapid pace, more and more important in the Pentagon uh, in Pentagon budgets and, and planning. And so I've been working on, on cyber policy for many years, and I've uh, certainly been passionate about uh, deploying the latest technology and ensuring that we never send our warfighters into a fair fight. And uh, that's as true today as it was back when I first started in, in Congress, but it's growing in importance. Um, you know, the, uh, uh, the chairman in particular felt that we needed to have uh, more uh, more. Uh, scope and depth uh, focusing on these these issues. And so uh, as cyber and AI information operations have become more and more important, we want to make sure the right resources and attention is being given to oversight in all of these areas. So we had, um, uh, just by way of example, over 70 cyber provisions in the last NDAA. I mean, that's extraordinary. And so many, in fact, that we had to create a, a cyber title, a new cyber title in the bill for the first time. Uh, and there were also, uh, but, uh, there were dozens of AI provisions. Um, and really our, our success in great comp- power competition is going to rely on sophisticated, coordinated digital capabilities. Uh, and so um, the, the Ob Services Committee needs obviously to dedicate staff and resources to face this challenge and uh, exhibit the oversight that our men and women in uniform deserve. So that's the kind of the rationale behind the creating the uh, the new the new subcommittee. What are some of the things you're going to prioritize this year? I know in the past year you created the new cyber position at the executive office. So what are some of the legislative priorities and, and maybe hearings that we might see in the next year? All the things I've done in cyber, creating the the new national cyber director, a Senate confirmed position in the executive office of the president, is the thing that I'm most excited about, and most proud of. Um, and it's most needed. But beyond that, um, so we're going to focus on, going forward on the subcommittee, we're going to focus on such things as force structure of U.S. Cyber Command uh, and whether we're appropriately uh, right-sized in terms of the, uh, the, uh, the uh, cyber uh, mission teams, so deploying the, uh, you know, and make sure that we're appropriately deploying the cyber mission force across uh, the detection teams, the combat mission teams, and the the national mission teams. So I, I think we need to probably grow the, the national mission teams uh, as we get more into defending forward, if you will, but yet that's the smallest uh, number of, of teams that we have uh, over the, the, the scope of the cyber mission force. So we're going to be looking at this. There's going to be a force structure assessment that uh, the cyber command is going to have to do, and we want to make sure that we get this right. Beyond that, we're going to look uh, at command and control over information operations and the uh, electromagnetic spectrum. I, I want to examine the roles of, of space command and cyber command and the geographic combatant commands to see if we need to streamline. And in particular, when I talk about especially the electromagnetic spectrum, but in other areas of technology, we really need to understand where our adversaries are holding us at risk, you know, where they where they made gains and insights that offset our advantage and uh, where, where they have the advantage, and I'm going to do everything we can to 
turn that uh, advantage around and swing the pendulum back uh, in, in our favor. And But we should also understand where we hold the advantage and play to our strengths and, and grow the, advantage that, that we, the advantages that we have. Beyond that, though, there were uh, there's obviously additional uh, recommendations from the Cyberspace Clearing Commission and the, the National Security Commission on Artificial Intelligence uh, that we're going to look at, and I'm going to work hard on bringing uh, certainly digital talent also to the government in support of the department's research and development uh, efforts. Beyond that, though, we're also going to uh, focus on solar winds, and I should have mentioned that up front because that's one of the first things we're going to be looking at. Uh, solar winds was a uh, devastating cyber intrusion uh, and, and significant cyber intrusion, uh, and uh, and we cannot uh, take our eyes off the challenge that we face there and understanding the scope of the uh, of the intrusion uh, and uh, the fallout as a result. Um, we have we have got to uh, work hard to continue to monitor that situation, and uh, it's not just going to be a one and done. This is going to be an ongoing effort to understand uh, how how deep and wide the, the solar wind penetration, uh, cyber penetration was. So we have a full plate. It sounds like it. When it comes to JEDI, what are your concerns there at this point? Is it mostly just how long things have been taking? Yeah, certainly how long it's been taking. And, you know, we're, we're losing out on the the advantages that general purpose cloud will bring to the Pentagon, bring to the warfighter. And it's so really, it, it troubles me. Uh, it frustrates me. Uh, you know, I understand uh, the the... You know, this, when it's a large contract, it's obviously going to be challenges uh, when, you know, the losing team doesn't go their way. But eventually we've got to make a decision to, to move forward on this. I, I hope that we'll prevail and, you know, the, the, we'll get this done in the courts and, and then we get the, we get it green-lighted. Um, but, you know, it really does need to be a single cloud and, you know, we can't break it apart for, uh, you know, for, for multiple vendors. Now that Cybercom has been elevated to a full combatant command, you know, one of those perennial issues are if the NSA and, and Cybercom should still be linked by one leader. Is that something that you're interested in at all? Oh, I'm very interested in that. And I'll tell you, it, it, may, it may come a point where we split the hat, if you will, and, uh, and separating out uh, and saying you're a cyber command and having two heads of those different agencies, two agencies. But but right now, uh, I'm not a fan of splitting the hat, uh, and you know you need uh, that neutral arbiter, if you will, to 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 make the, the strike the balance between uh, intelligence and operations. Uh, you know what are the equities of NSA and their you know their concerns? What are uh, you know what are we uh, you know what are the what's the right steps to take in terms of uh, defending forward and uh, and uh, Exposure, you know, to uh, detection, if you will, um, and, and a whole host of things that we have to balance uh, the, the right way. Uh, and right now, I, I you need uh, NSA and U.S. Cyber Command linked in the way they are. One influences the work of the other, and um, and having you know the General Nakasone being the, the arbiter between offense and defense, I think is is uh, an intelligence collection is is important. So. Um, I'm, I'm, and, and by the way, that became readily apparent uh, of how close NSA and U.S. Cyber Command have to work together uh, when uh, the, the Russian election interference occurred in 2016, and then you know post that 
uh, you know, the, the Russia small group that, that was put together uh, to uh, push back against the Russians and be better prepared in defending the country in the 2018 elections and the 2020 elections. We uh, we we are going to need that uh, that to stay, uh, you know, that synergy to stay in place and stay strong going forward. So th- there may come a come a time when we split the hat at uh, NSA and your cyber command, but we're nowhere near that yet. Rhode Island Democrat Jim Langevin, chairman of the House Armed Services Cyber Innovation Technologies and Information Systems Subcommittee, speaking with Federal News Network Scott Massioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.